Kids, on occasions you will be earthly superhuman and mystically superhuman, and on rare occasions even self-centered anti-human. You will flow in and out of the three classifications of human beings. Being creatures, you will seek creature comforts and creature friends. Being creatures, you will long to embrace the Creator. Being creatures with fallen natures, there will be occasions in which you sin against the Creator, deny the Master, and offend the Father. Guys, take a moment. How would you classify yourself? Earthly superhuman, mystically superhuman, self-centered anti-human. How would you like to be classified? How would you like others to classify you? Gang, your ultimate goal is to successfully pass through this life into the next. Strive to be mystically superhuman all the time, not just enough of the time. Only God knows how much time is enough time. Don't be like the fools who strive to do just enough to achieve purgatory. Guys, being mystically superhuman all the time means striving constantly to love the world more than any other creature God has ever given life to. It means striving constantly to possess the heart of a servant and to add to what God has created as one of his co-creators and partners. It means always striving to know God in ways equal to the saints and angels in heaven. And it means striving constantly to achieve a special, personal intimacy with God, an intimacy that the angels might envy. Kids, to love the world more than any other creature God has ever given life to means first and foremost to understand what a great, time-bounded gift life truly is. Compared to eternity, your life on earth is a snap of the fingers. So breathe deep, embrace the day, and don't walk through life as if on autopilot. Seek to really see, to really hear, to really smell, and so on. Feel the warmth of the sun on your face. Hear the crunch of the snow beneath your feet, and allow nature's silence to soften your heart, quiet your mind, and calm your soul. Know that it's okay to have possessions and enjoy life's experiences. But remember to acknowledge the source of your love and the source of all that is good. Know it's okay to have possessions and enjoy life's experiences, but also know that you are obligated as a servant and partner of God to help the less fortunate in their efforts to love this world as well. In doing so, you honor God. Gang, celebrate what you have. Don't fret what you don't. Treasure what you have. Don't envy what others have. After all, your life on earth is a snap of the fingers, so enjoy. Your challenge is to love the world more than any other creature God has ever given life to. But know, dear children, that a heart is not measured by how much it loves, but rather by how much it is loved by others. Possessing the heart of a servant and adding to what God has created as one of his co-creators and partners means that because you are commanded to place God above all things and commanded to love your neighbor as yourself, you are first of all God's servant and second of all you are God's co-creator and partner. Guys, God has given you, the created, an opportunity to stand side by side with him, the creator, and to add to all that has been created. Being one of God's co-creators and partners means all that you do and all that you choose not to do needs to complement and build upon God's good works, support and serve His people, and never perverse or destroy any works of the Creator or one of His co-creators. If your efforts destroy or perverse, regardless of the money and fame you achieve and the good you do with that money and fame, you are acting in a sinful, self-centered, anti-human way. If your efforts are neither adding to nor taking away from God's creation, then your efforts are like those of the majority, efforts that lack passion, lack fulfillment, lack love. Therefore, guys, help and serve others, and make God's world an even better world. 
Share your wealth, food, clothing, time, and talents with others. Whatsoever you do, to the least of your brothers and sisters, know that you do to Christ. Gang, to know God in ways equal to the saints and angels in heaven means more than merely attending Mass, reading the Bible, and memorizing Scripture. It's more than being able to recite the seven sacraments, the four mysteries of the rosary, the fifteen stations of the cross, the corporal acts of mercies, and so on. Knowing God is a mystical undertaking. You cannot know the Father without the Son. You cannot know the Son without the Spirit. You cannot know the Spirit without the Catholic Church, its doctrines, precepts, dogmas, rituals, and history. Revelation is a gift and not a pursuit. Your actions merely prepare you to recognize the great gift, if and when it is given. Guys, knowing God takes effort, but the fruit of knowing is the ability to maximize your living and dying, as well as the ability to maximize your earthly and mystical journeys. You cannot appreciate a museum without first understanding history. You cannot appreciate an art gallery without first knowing color and light. You cannot appreciate God's stuff without knowing the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You cannot appreciate God's stuff without contemplating creation, the fall in the garden, the passion and resurrection, the mass, the catechism of the Roman Catholic Church, and so on. Then knowing becomes not enough. Once you know God, you are obligated to speak out as one of his co-partners and educate the ignorant and confused. You are obligated to spread the good news. Dedicating time to really know God is hard for the majority, kids, but continue striving to be in the minority. Guys, to achieve a special, personal intimacy with God, an intimacy that the angels might envy, means being mindful of who God is and who you are not. It means speaking to God, seeking alone time with God, and perhaps most importantly, it means listening to God. It is another mystical feat, because to be successful, you must go against your creature nature. Kids, intimacy with God is the fruit of picking up one's cross, accepting suffering, forgiving others, turning the other cheek, performing acts of mortification and self-denial, and being detached from the world. Being detached from the world means being non-earthly and equates to being mystical. When I was young, I thought only contemplatives, like monks, could achieve a mystical intimacy with God. But now I understand that married men and women have achieved levels of intimacy with God that contemplatives, as well as the angels in heaven, envy. Guys, Intimacy with God is also allowing God to participate in your living and dying as Father and allowing Him to celebrate your life's journey. Through the sacraments we accomplish this, baptism, communion, reconciliation, confirmation, marriage, holy orders, and the anointing of the sick. We invite God to play host in our mystical journey. God holds the baby at baptism, dances with the bride at weddings, hugs the prodigal son or daughter in the confessional, and sits bedside with the sick and dying. Guys, to achieve a special, personal intimacy with God, try to place these beautiful words of intimacy into your daily vocabulary. My Father, my Savior, I love you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Thank you.